0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's daily mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, "Raise a glad cry, you barren one who did not bear." Break forth in jubilant song, you who are not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the deserted wife than the children of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the space for your tent, spread out your tent cloths unsparingly, lengthen your ropes, and make firm your stakes. For you shall spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your descendants shall dispossess the nations and shall people the desolate cities. Fear not, you shall not be put to shame. You did not blush, for you shall not be disgraced. The shame of your youth you shall forget. The reproach of your widowhood no longer remember. For he who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. The Lord calls you back like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit. A wife married in youth and then cast off, says your God." For a brief moment I abandon you, but with great tenderness I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath, for a moment I hid my face from you, but with enduring love I take pity on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. This is for me like the days of Noah when I swore that the waters of Noah should never again deluge the earth. So I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. The word of the Lord. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. At nightfall weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom Scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including The tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. The Gospel of the Lord. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? That was a great question from Christ about his cousin, John the Baptist, John was hardly one to sail on the winds of popular opinion. That, of course, ended John up in prison. He was in Herod's dungeon for being too rigid on the sin of adultery. John was too legalistic for the Pharisees who sought to change God's rules for marriage. And he was too black and white For Herod and Herodias, who wanted affirmed and accompanied on their sinful journey. Before he was arrested, John could not be found lounging around on a sofa, dressed in fine clothing somewhere up in Jerusalem. Instead, he was 20 miles east out in the desert. John did not lead a soft, effeminate life. No, he was razor sharp. He lived on grasshoppers and honey and dressed in a coarse camel hair vestment, cinched up with a leather belt. The Dominican priest who used to edit the Magnificat magazine, he had some good insights on John a few years back regarding the Baptist's dress, particularly his belt. For example, John's attire was identical to what the prophet Elijah wore 800 years earlier. That was no coincidence. Elijah, featured in the book of Kings, was no softy. He took on the evil king Ahab and queen Jezebel as John took on Herod and Herodias. And Elijah was supposed to appear again right before the Messiah came. John is presented to us in the Gospel of Matthew as the new Elijah. The priest editor noted how throughout Scripture, belts were practical. People cinched up their belts before going on journeys or or in order to be stronger for work. A belt was an essential part of a soldier's gear as it held his weapons. And cinching his belt before battle allowed the warrior better freedom of movement. Belts also had a spiritual purpose. Christ himself told us to gird your loins in preparation for his return. Belts were also viewed as a symbol of restraint against lust. As a a priest vests in the sacristy before Mass, he recites prayers as he puts on his vestments. Traditionally, he did anyway. When he ties his cincture, which is basically a rope around his waist, the priest prays, gird me, O Lord, with the cincture of purity and quench in my heart the fire of concupiscence that the virtue of continence and chastity may abide in me. And so then, with his loins girded, the priest standing in the person of Christ begins his journey up to Jerusalem. But he is not headed to a fancy palace to lounge on a couch. He is headed to Calvary to hang on a cross. His belt is cinched tight in order to allow him better freedom of movement. So are warrior king can stretch out his arms. That way our sins can be nailed through his flesh into the wood. What did you come to Holy Mass to see anyway? A reed swayed by the wind?